Hello and welcome to another episode of Caregiving Gen X Style. I am Steve Mullen. And I'm Jennifer Mullen. And this is the second part of a two-part episode about the process of cleaning out your loved one's home when they're going to a facility or moving in with you or moving someplace else. And uh, again, it's a nightmare. This is the nightmare of cleaning out part two. Yes. The first part of the process we covered in the last chapter, uh, and it uh, it's to take the stuff out of the house to the assisted living, to the facility, whatever. Uh, that's a nightmare. It really was a nightmare. It the is. The second part is to decide what to do with everything that's left over, and that is also a nightmare. It's all a nightmare. It's truly all a nightmare. It is, yeah. So before we get too far into that, though, Jennifer, how's your mom? My mom's doing really well. Actually, I don't have any super exciting stories, which is a good thing to share about my mom. Sure. I'll say she's doing really well. My brother, God love him. My brother who's here locally has been taking her to her doctor's appointments, um, grocery shopping, sort of all the usual stuff. And the nice thing for me lately has been that um, I've really just been able to take her to do some fun stuff. I've been able to take her on a drive. Uh, I hope this weekend, this is a big, exciting thing for mm. us. I'm going to take her to Aldi. No. Yes. <laughs> no. I'm taking her to Aldi. It's been a while since she's been there, and she's been talking about how she really wants to go back to Aldi to look around. Okay. So whatever, right? These whatever are makes the things. Her happy. We're in yeah, a we're in a we're in happy. a moment with my mom where things are just even keel, simple. Yep. And Enjoy God, them while they last. God love my brother, who's doing sort of really the hard the, stuff of the, the doctor. Yeah, the doctor's appointments and the yep. grocery shopping. Yep. yep. Um, so yeah, so we're all good. How about you, Steve? How's your mom? Um, I got a funny story for you. So a few episodes ago, I mentioned bringing my mother into the dining room at assisted living a little bit late. Mm, and can't do that. As you said at the time, gasp. Yeah. Uh, someone was sitting in her seat. Ugh, and gasp. as we have discussed... In assisted living, in the dining room, it's not assigned seats, but you have your seat that you sit in every, it's really, it's like the cafeteria at high school. This is my seat. And sure enough, we walked in there and somebody was in her seat. And thankfully, somebody else at the table wasn't there. She sat at that seat. So I thought, I really thought at the time there might be a slap fight. There was not a slap fight. But anyway. So it could the, happen though. It could. It could legit so happen. Yesterday, uh, I had. Went down to visit my mother, and I took her outside for a little while. We went and went for, well, uh, she was wheeling. I was walking. She's in a wheelchair. But uh, we walked back in, and we're going back to her apartment to grab something before I took her to the dining room. She said, oh, can you go over and talk to that woman uh, really quickly in the dining room? And I said, the, the one with the red hair? She said, yes, I'd like to speak with her. I said, oh, okay. So I wheel her over there. Uh-oh. And she had a couple of questions, just random questions of stuff that she probably should have known already. But then the other thing, she just kind of leaned in and said, and by the way, I'd like for you not to sit that woman in my chair anymore. <laughs> well, you know, direct feedback. That's a good thing. Direct feedback. So she was, it was made clear to her that that was never to happen again. <laughs> Kudos to her. Kudos she, to you her. Speak she, up. she did. She yep. spoke Advocate up for herself. Advocate for yourself when you can. All right. So uh, this is the nightmare of cleaning out part two. Uh, we have a guest. We do. Yeah. Meredith McNamee. We're excited. Thank you. I'm super flattered. Co-owner of Legacy Estate Sales. Yes. Based in the Richmond area. Absolutely. Meredith, 
How's your mom? Well, she's, you know, she's pretty independent. We have not had to do a whole lot for her other than just keep her from being bored. My father passed away <laughs> about four years ago. And so my brother does, like much like yours, Jen, he steps in and, you know, keeps her busy. We have a busy, obviously, you know, estate sale business. But she, um, you know, she's she's doing good. She's grocery shopping. Good. She's driving. I don't have to drive her to medical appointments Great. yet. Oh, that's oh, awesome. I will get there. Awesome. I'll get there eventually, I'm sure. Yeah. But, you know, right now she's doing fantastic. She's still working. Oh, that's I amazing. Know, I know. She is actually, you know, she teaches preschoolers and she retired from her former um, job. She taught at Our Lady of Lords. She was a music teacher. And Which is a private school. Yes, yes. It is a private school. And she is now teaching um, three and four year olds at Cool Spring Baptist Church. Great. You know what? I love this. And I think, I can't remember if we've talked about this already. I've said this. I can't keep stuff straight because we have recorded episodes in the future, people. It's like a time (laughs) machine. But it's amazing when the older people in our lives have younger people to focus on, whether it is their grandchildren, great grandchildren. Definitely. I've seen articles where they. It, it keeps, keeps them, them young. young. It keeps it them young. It does. It does. A hundred percent. It's like it's it's amazing that yes. um, that and your I think mom it is does. doing that. I think it does. And she brings Logan into the fray. She has Logan helper. I Logan think. would be her daughter. Logan is Meredith's daughter. Right. Logan yes. is my daughter. Yeah. Yes. And so. I, you know, so right now she's doing fantastically. She's, you know, I guess I shouldn't say her age. But she's okay. 71. We've talked about her. Yeah, no, she's our, 71. Our, okay, yeah. so okay. she's a good 71. bit younger okay, than Okay, great. Mothers. So our moms are 82, 71. But yep. um, when, yep. they, when they're heading into this part of their life, right. if they've got young folks in their lives Absolutely. to help keep them feeling young, I never underestimate the value of that. No, I appreciate for, that. For sure. Yeah, yeah. So for sure. So let's talk about this episode. So again, it's called the nightmare of cleaning out part two. If you did not listen to part one, go back and listen to it right now. We'll wait. Once you've removed everything that's going to assisted living, and that's what we talked about in this last episode, uh, you obviously have to decide what to do with everything else. And there's going to be stuff left over because there was a lot left. There was so much left over. A lot. So much. Yes. And um, I should mention, by the way, that legacy estate sales, did the estate sale for my mother's house. So Meredith knows all of the stuff that was left over. It's a really personal thing. Can I just, maybe, maybe we're going to get to this, but like, it is a really personal thing with whoever you select to be your estate sale. For sure. Business. Yes. It's, it's personal. Sure it is. It is. It is. You have to trust them. You have, you do. They're coming into your house. You're giving them a key. Yes, absolutely. We have to completely trust who is doing your sale and you don't have to know them. You can, you know, in the process of interviewing, in the process of, you know, determining, you know, who you, you know, trust is going to be the right person for the job. It's, 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 you know, absolutely. It's, it's a, something it's that a big cannot weight. be underestimated. It's a big weight on your shoulders, I would imagine, yes. right? Owning a business like this. And, you know, our daughter and, and Meredith's daughter went to school together, went to school together for years. So we've known we, them for a while. We had the good fortune yes. of already right. knowing you and knowing a family that we trusted to help us with this. But, 
yeah, it's um, it's something to put some thought into when you when you're pulling someone and into to ask this. around. You know, it's important yes. to ask around because even if you do not know the person who was doing your sale, you want to make sure that somebody else who has had a sale done, you know, can give you that information. Absolutely. And speaking of keys, by the way, while cleaning out my mother's house, I probably found about 20 of them. (gasps) Oh, Oh, we always do. There were so many keys. And the crazy crazy thing. Every single sale. Just while while my mother, before she went into the hospital, while we were getting, trying to get her into the hospital, get her surgery, uh, I was, you know, living there basically. And I uh, I said, well, let's go get in the car. We're going to go for a drive. We'll stop by Wendy's and get some food. And while we're out, she said, oh, you, we should get a couple of keys made. Um, your brother needs one, and I need to give one to so-and-so. And I'm like, okay. So I, I stopped. She stayed in the car. I went into the machine and did the machine thing. But then while we were cleaning out our house, I found about 20 more. Absolutely. That happens at every single sale. You <laughs> are not alone. You, you are don't not alone. You know what alone. to do. You're panicked a little bit. I just bit throw as, them away. Right. Oh, yeah. Well, you See, know, we, throw them in the trash can. we don't do that. We don't throw them in the trash can. We pull them aside and just kind of put them aside for right. you to decide. Can right. I just tell you, though, by the way, side note, We're squirrel. so off track. Please <laughs> continue. <laughs> squirrel, if it's Steve's stuff, we're not throwing anything away. Okay. We're keeping it forever. Keys at his mom's house. Apparently. I've got keys on my key ring right now, and I don't even know what they do. Nah, whatever. <laughs> anyway, okay. all right, anyway, let's get ahead. back on go. track because we go. need to get to the point yes. where we're doing the estate sale. Thank 100%. you very much. Yes. So you've removed everything that's being kept. The stuff that's going to the assisted living or maybe that's being kept by family members or that you personally are keeping, but you've got so much stuff left over. You could hold a yard sale. Uh, that could present a lot of problems. You got to organize everything. You got to tag everything. You got to advertise. You got to be present for the sale. And by the way, discount pricing your family heirlooms or whatever right. is very That's hard. Tough. I mean, yes. you're talking pennies on the dollar here, and you've got to price it yourself. Yeah, and it's no just good. it's tough, right? It, it's it's tough. Absolutely, it's not easy. And then the other idea is to sell things online, right? So you could sell yeah. them on Facebook. You could sell them on Craigslist. Yikes. Interestingly, as our guest entered our house tonight to prepare for the <laughs> recording of this episode, we had a whole conversation yes. about Craigslist. No, not so advisable. No, no. I mean, only if you desire to spend your time, energy, and inclination. On doing those things, but no, no. Yeah, and I was telling the story, uh, the woman who lived next to my mother in her over 55 housing development, she died a few months before my mother went into the hospital, a couple of months before my mother went in the hospital. And while I was over there doing the final clean out of my mother's house before it went in the market, I saw someone over at the house. Turns out it was the daughter-in-law who had been trying to do this, and she basically lived in the house because there were constantly people coming over or, by the way, not showing up. Right. No, this is absolutely the experience. This is why we recommend an estate sale run by a professional. Why Meredith is here. Why Meredith, our good friend, is here to talk about this. She runs an estate sale business um, that operates in the central Virginia area where we live. Meredith and her husband, Sean. Sean is in the other room. He's in the other room. Hi, Sean. Sean. Hi, Sean. Hello. Uh, If you can hear that, Sean's here too. Um, But they actually managed the sale for your mom's house, Steve. And it was 
It was a godsend. It was a it was a godsend. Good. So you and Sean clearly know a lot about antiques and gently used items. Right. How do you go about pricing stuff? You How know, do you do it? It's mostly experience. There's a you know, there's certainly research involved, there's some instinct involved, but we do this week after week after week. And we just, you know, have our finger on the pulse of you know, what things go for and what things are selling for in the moment. We always say that if we were to exit this business for four months, we would have to come back into this business and start all over again. Makes sense. Interesting. So it's, you know, it's something that we have always talked about. We're in a condensed situation where we are doing things in a three-day period. So Mm. it's a price efficiency balance. So we are, you know, of course, you're, you're going to get what you need to get for the top maybe 15 to 20% of what's in the household, then the, mm-hmm. the I, ca- I, I call them tiers. And then the middle tier, you know, you're going to get some haggling. Yeah. And then by the end, you are working to clear the house right. as much so as you possibly can. It's like yard sale day in our neighborhood. Uh, by about 10 o'clock, it's the get this crap out of my front yard Right, phase. right, right. 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 And yeah. I, I remember actually Hannah coming to one of your, our daughter Hannah coming to one of your estate sales that happened to be in our neighborhood. Right. It was late in the last day. The, the I guess the owner of the house was a doctor. She got two physician's desk reference manuals <laughs> yes. for $5. Those Which things were brand new or like 100 bucks. No, of and course. And it was a couple yes. years old, but really they weren't that dated. But she loved Loved that. them. And the resale value on those, you know, in all fairness, when we do estate sales, medical manuals are on the the bottom list of what it's we so sell it's in so an niche. estate yeah at, at an estate sale so i love we love it when someone comes in and we get a a younger customer these days and they love encyclopedias Oh, oh, that's awesome. I love that. Oh, wait a minute. It's perfect because we are caregiving Gen X style. Yes. Right. As Gen Xers. We knew oh. about encyclopedias. encyclopedias. Our kids yes. don't know a thing about them. They don't. No. It's Google. No. Right. Um, I was thinking, though, Meredith, like what you just said, though, about like three days to get something up and running. And, and that is an interesting thing about the business that you're in. Right. For us, you're looking at this house full of things and the things that you haven't, you know, moved into your loved one's next place, wherever it is they're going to live. Right. We need people like you to come in and be like, chop, chop, chop. Yes, yes, yes. Chop, chop, chop. And we're going to get this. I remember being super impressed at how very quickly you... Yes. Pull this estate sale together. We tell people all the time that you have worked for months on this sale. Yep. You're going to hate us because (laughs) we're going to come in and work two or three days. Right. 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 That's what blew me away. You you guys walked into the house, walked around for 10 minutes maybe and said, okay, we're going to do this, 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 this. All right, we'll do it next Sunday. But if we were to do this at our own, speaking of how was your mother, if we were to do this at our own parent sale or our our own sale, we could not do oh, that. Oh, here's at all. a good question: If one of your parents no. needed to have an estate sale, would you I, do it yourself? No, we no. we've always said right. we, could, we couldn't do it. No. Okay. All right. We, we would do like you did, and we would go through, and we would, you know, I call it the five P's. We would go through, mm. pull what we want to personally retain. We would, you know, make sure all the paperwork that had their personal information, right. especially, was out of the house. 
we would go through, get all the photographs. Mm-hmm. We uh, would yep. prescriptions and perishables mm. are the final two. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All, all things you know, things you don't yeah. think about. All but, things we did. The, right. The and you one did. thing I will add because previous episodes, y'all have heard me There's talk about P. this. Previous. No. Well, yeah. Previous yeah. episodes. How could I turn this into a P? I don't think I can. The bubble wrapping of the teapots. Oh, God. Did teapots or were they gone yet? Teapots. No, I think we took care of that before. The teapots were gone. You did. We have sold plenty of teapots, though. But and my they are almost a, always... A collection. 75 they teapots. They are always bubble wrapped. Yeah. Oh we do right. unbubble wrap right. lots of things. For Getting, all of us who are listening, anyone who's listening, you know, seriously, I have PTSD we, about this. We've talked sure. about these teapots a, a lot, lot. A lot. A lot. But so, <laughs> right. question for you, Meredith. Do clients have questions for you about the pricing? Of course, always. You know, most, and I say always, probably more like sometimes they do leave the pricing to us, but there are plenty of times when, you know, our clients do have an opinion on pricing and it's usually one of three things. It's usually either that they have been informed by either their family or mm-hmm appraisals in the past especially you know 20 years ago we Mm -hmm. we get plenty of those and we love them we're fine with that we want to know what they're thinking the second one is they will check ebay (laughs) but what they will do or or any online reference right and they'll forget to check what it actually sold for they will check what people are asking for okay um and then the third one is that they remember what they paid for the right. item. Right. Which is irrelevant. That's the hardest one. Yeah, it's irrelevant. The hardest one is what they paid for it. We had a client years ago, and it was you know a set that she paid $10,000 for 20 years ago, and we had to coach her that she rented it for $500 every year. <laughs> yeah. you know? But we encourage it. We do want to know the things that they have a particular story about or that might be rare we do want to know those things but there is a boundary line well story behind it always helps right the sellers you know this came from such and such a place and it was purchased in the 1850s by this uh, gold miner in absolutely you know we've had some weird things come up throughout the years and you know we always want to know the story well, I think we had my mother had uh, uh, the spinning the wheel. spinning wheel yes. right, that was like from the 1850s it was German I yes. can't I think that was what it was yes. and it was a small one which you said was unusual it was very so, unusual so yeah that, I guess that helped probably. and things like that sell right off the bat like right. because we picture it and we've got the buyer network who comes in and they know exactly what it is and they buy it right so it's um, and that's that's actually a good point. I I don't know. I haven't looked ahead of far enough. <laughs> yeah, Jennifer Steve has Mullen, not studied Steve, the copious Steve notes Mullen, that I, I put together not. for that this is, episode. You know, but I like I'm the just, saying, dynamic. Right. Right. Thinking, I put together the copious notes. Jennifer ignores them. Right. But I'm just thinking, like, um, this is a good thing to point out is with an estate sale business like yours, you guys do have a network of people who are interested in a variety of things. Everything under the sun. And you have them. They follow you. Yes. So every time you post a sale, wherever you might post it. Right. They're they're looking for you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, They're looking for you. So one of the things that you uh, you made it clear that it would probably on the day of the sale. Probably not a good idea if I was there. But right. more importantly, 
my mother really shouldn't be there. Definitely no, not. Of course. Have, I assume you've had a lot of problems with that in the past. We have, you know, it can work beautifully. It can work to a point where, you know, they, they're a great resource for the collections that they have. We've, you know, done sales in Williamsburg and other places where they're fantastic. And, but for the most part, it is sentimental. Yeah. And you cannot watch your things being sold no. in real time. God, no. And, and um, again, pennies in the dollar. Right. Yeah, nobody wants to watch that. Well, and, but on the flip side, you might see the thing that you th- believe will be a value sell, but then other things are selling that you never dreamed of, that were just hidden in the attic, that were your children's toys, that you had no idea we're going to be a valuable asset. Well, and I did notice, I mean, and you said this, you said it's it's very typical. Some things are going to sell that you really don't expect them to, and other True. things will not sell that you do right. think are going to go right away. Like, for instance, at my mother's house, it was that ladies' roll-top desk. A right. small roll-top desk, beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. We thought it was going to go right away. Right. Nobody bought it. We ended up with it. It's now upstairs. Yes. Isn't that funny? Um, and we is. were surprised at that yeah. piece, as a matter yeah. of fact. Yeah. There are always pieces that we are surprised do sell and don't sell at yeah. every sale we do. This right. also goes back to a previous episode where we said, if you can, if you can have this conversation, it's a tough one, with your loved one, right? to bring their kids grandkids into their house long before they're in a position long before long before they're in a position of like you have to get rid of right. this stuff figure out what people like wh- what do your grandchildren want what do they like sense. what right. what might they like i mean there right. are things and steve you right. and I, I think we would agree, even before we got to Meredith, there were certain things that we ultimately chose to set aside because we said, okay, we know we have a couple of nieces who yes. are young. They're getting, they're either married newly or about, about to get married. Get married. They yeah. probably have nice things in their house. It they, works right. against our interest, but we love that. We right. love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you want to right, pass these things down. You want to pass these things down. and. Right. And well, and yeah, I mean, it's great. I know my mother was happy that some of that stuff that went to my nieces stayed in the family. Right. Absolutely. And we talked about this in a previous episode. If you can encourage your loved one to, it's, it's really, it's a complicated, tricky issue. Meredith, I'm sure, you know, like, you don't want to talk with your, your mom, your dad, your elderly loved one about like when you pass away, what would right. you, what well, would you, what would you it's like? It's not the most the way, comfortable conversation. It's, it's terrible. Except no. that, don't you? I mean, I know how I feel personally and I'm, and I'm much younger and hopefully I will not be at this point, you know, for a while, but I want to think about like the things that I own in my house as I look around that, for like, sure. that my kids might, want and look back on and think like oh my gosh like my mom loved this and that might happen our daughter has made it perfectly clear to us that she wants nothing (laughs) nothing there's that too in our house right it's about memories right there's memories and it might happen this was a section of this episode that i meant to put in here and i'm actually feeling like i may have forgotten so i'm gonna go ahead and mention it now sure so you've got all this massive stuff that needs to be eliminated (laughs) And, uh, you know, of course, family members should get first choice. 
Sure. It's a very sensitive topic. Oh, yes. Very, very careful. Oh, my gosh, yes. And I think what I had suggested, uh, in, perhaps in the original article that this episode was based on, that I then turned into notes and apparently forgot something. If you are going, you have to deal very, very, very carefully with individual family members. And yes. I, what I suggested was really, if there was a piece of furniture you wanted... Or, or whatever yes. it was. Make it known. Make it known yes. and actually present it as, I would like to have mom's small writing desk. Is yes. that okay with you? Is right. that going to be yeah. a problem? Just be very, very gentle with it. Because very gentle. Because you do not want to turn this into a family argument because it happens it does. all it the really time. It really does. It does. and All the time. We... We've had that experience and, you know, we will make assessments and the family can split it up how they wish. Luckily, it has not come to blows like that mm. too often. I can see it happening. I know. I can too. Um, when that has happened, I will tell you there's been um, an attorney involved. Oh, my. Yes. Oh, wow. It goes to that. Oh, they lawyer wow. up. Right. Oh, wow. There's wow. been an attorney involved. Oh, okay. That's yeah. that's Yikes. challenging. That's challenging so, well, for you. It, it becomes contentious within the family. And so, you know, it's it's not challenging for us, especially when an, when an attorney is involved. We, we appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. Well, one of the things I'll mention is because Steve and I experienced this, you're going to get to a point where emotions are 100% in play and you might feel angry. Right. Steve, Yeah. we Anger. had some moments. Oh, we were royally pissed off at times. We, I understand. like, legit had moments. We would be in your mom's house. We'd be cleaning things out, trying like, to organize things. How the hell things. did we let it get to this how, point? Right. I get we, pissed at my own house. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. So I understand. I do, too. You, you've seen this with people, right? That Yes. That well, I say I've seen it. I think what happens with us is that it comes out as, as embarrassment. Mm. It's not so much anger. Oh, I could see that. I was yeah. a little embarrassed at my mother's right. kitchen. Right. Yeah. I think that's the first thing. And that we know. How many casserole dishes does one woman need? Right, oh, right. Okay. Right, yeah. And the 20? kitchens no. are, kitchens and garages are all, oh, well, garages oh. are. Yeah, her garage. Garages are always the first to clean out. So I always say don't fret about a garage, but kitchens are always where there are multiples of everything. There's. And yes. this is where I jump in and point out again something that's not in these notes uh, that. This has nothing to do with the estate sale. This is what happened after the estate sale. And we're going to come to that in a minute, but I just sure. want to make sure we didn't forget it. My mother, her garage had a little storage space, call it a small attic above the garage. Okay. And I remembered late in the getting the house ready for sale process. Oh, right. That, oh, wait, there's stuff up there. And I think I actually, I think I had taken some stuff down to put out for the estate sale. It didn't sell, but it didn't matter. Um, but I, there was other boxes up there and I said, to heck with that. I'm going to deal with those later. Gotcha. I went up there. I'm just taking a breath. Right. right. <laughs> there was a box. There was a box of taxes oh, from 1986. Uh, right. These taxes were moved through four houses. I know, I know. 1986. Four houses, at right. least. Well, at le actually, in fact, I think it might be five. Yeah. And I turned, I asked, I, I had to ask my mother, I said, Mom, I found taxes from 1986. I know. Why? 
Yes. Do you still have them? And she said, well, your father said keep them for five right. years. I said, okay, uh-huh. that was 1991. Right, I know, right. <laughs> Why it's did you keep moving them? Why did yeah. you keep moving them? And so what I ended up having to do, and she had boxes and boxes and boxes. <laughs> the other thing she did with bills is she would pay the bill, throw it in a box to keep. Right. She had stacks of boxes out in the garage. You probably saw them. Yes. That's why paperwork is our second thing of the five piece. Oh, my God. Do not keep the stuff, people. There's no need for it. Uh, Another emotion that will hit you other than anger, which clearly that day I pulled down that Mm. box, I was pissed. Right. Why? Why do I have to deal with this? Yes. But another emotion is going to hit you in sadness. Right. Um, if yes. your loved one is anything like my mother, they loved, she loved her home. Mm-hmm. She loved her little house. She, yes. she moved in there, I mean, mm. about three or four months after my, well, maybe six months after my father died. And she made, it was a brand new neighborhood at that point. And she was one of the originals and she made so many friends. And she really, she became integrated with that neighborhood. It was part of her. And she didn't want to move, but she had to. Right. Um, so, so common. I mean, I will tell you, so we were feeling that. You know, it was just so sad that she had to move out of there. I I will never forget. The furniture is being moved out of the house to go Mm. to assisted living. And we're there just kind of watching the movers. And Jennifer completely burst into tears. She's about to do it right now, in fact. She's holding it together. Okay, but I mean, it was was rough. And of course, I'm like looking at him like, what? And Jennifer said... She's never going to live here anymore. Right. She's being disattached. Yeah. It was, it was actually very difficult yeah. to watch. It was tough. So It was difficult yeah. to watch the furniture so you, being moved moved out and knowing that your mom that wasn't was coming back. That it was, was sad it. for you. And Yeah. yeah. So do yeah. you, was, Meredith, yeah, in your sorry. job, how often do you end up being a therapist? All the time. I figured. I figured. Yeah. All of the time. And I am often, often the therapist in the beginning of... The conversation, you know, and then Sean is often the tough love therapist. But yes, for sure, there's a lot of heart involved in this. And we understand we are a service. We are a mission. It's, you know, the the children are oftentimes our focus. Children I've, being people like us. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. We've, yeah. we've had multiple people like you who just... You know, it, it doesn't hit you until it hits you because yeah. you are focused on what you need to do. And then it was the moment when the furniture was moved out of the house that you felt like you could break down. Yeah. 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 I remember like yeah. empty. That was a right. rough day. The empty house. Empty it was. House. Yeah. Which, yeah. Which, you which, felt the, the I think closure. We had, we had mentioned before that um, we made a conscious choice to not allow and i hate to say it that way but i'd allow my mother to come back to the house and she asked multiple times can i come back to the house to see her one more time and i kept putting her off and putting her off because i knew you know a couple of things number one and i we said this in the last episode she was going to be looking backward not forward she needed to look forward but more importantly more importantly she was gonna and i kept telling her this i said you're gonna see a house that's been taken apart I know. And I don't think you want to see no, that. No, I don't no. think that's, I said, it's, it's almost like, and God, this is the worst analogy ever, but I think it's absolutely true. When you have a family member who passes away and they've been sick for an awfully long time, and by the time they finally pass away, they don't really look like the person you remember. You want to remember them 
as that healthy person. Of course. I didn't want her to see that house taken apart. Right. No, that's, that's a fantastic. No, that's a great analogy. Um, so, and I mean, she even asked my brother. My brother came down to and get... And you didn't want it to kill her spirit. And it, yeah, I feel like it would have. I really do. She would have just regressed. Yeah. 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 But and let's, let's lighten it up just a little. Yes, please. Okay, okay. Guys, okay. it's so, so down. It's such a downer there this episode. There are items in your loved one's house that we don't right? we don't know what stuff is worth at all or what is desirable or that right yes right. so you're looking at these things you think right that like they're antiques right and they're not always <laughs> I mean, see where you're going with this. oh my <laughs> gosh the $90 dollars oh, okay you were son. telling this story oh my yes, god i will never forget this let's story. tell this story so yes yes what meredith and sean do after the sale they put together a list of all the things that sold and uh they <laughs> gave that to me along with the check that went to my mother and i took it back to her <laughs> and presented it to her and she's looking through it of course i mean she's a little sad she's oh I mean, my mother knows what stuff is worth. She right. really, she wasn't, she was sad, but she wasn't upset. Sure. And she said, oh, well, that went for that. Yeah, I guess that's probably about right. Yeah, well, it's a shame I couldn't get more for that. And blah, blah, blah. She said, wait a minute. And she just started laughing. <laughs> she I said, uh, she said, huh? this goose, it was a wooden goose that you would sit <laughs> on top of like a, a hutch <clears throat> or something. And uh, she said, that sold for $90? No, I, I said, I said, yeah. She said, I bought that at Michael's for $19. It was mass produced. I know. That's amazing. No, that's why we exist. (laughs) Right. So stuff happens. Stuff happens. And there's no way to know exactly. Absolutely. And and she loved it. She said, well, that offset this, which I thought went for less than it should have. And someone bought it like within the first five minutes. They right. they had they had actually texted us about it. Oh my god, are you Isn't kidding? It? No, they it, were it actually was, seeking yes, it out. God, I hope they didn't out. go to Michael's later. I know. No, <laughs> no. It's the whole philosophy though. Well, of like something is worth like what someone is willing to, to pay it for. It's produced crap. No, but <laughs> it the is, whole point but is like if someone wants to pay for it because they find that valuable, by let all them means, do it. let right. them do it. I feel like they thought it was something that it wasn't, and yeah. you got to do what you got to do. You yeah. know, stuff happens. Well, and they, I'm sure they got a deal later or before on something else. Right. Yeah. So it all act. evens out. Meredith, Definitely. tell us your absolute funniest <laughs> estate sale story. Okay. Well, I, I do have one. There was a lady who came into our sale probably just a few weeks ago, and she's so cute. We see her pretty regularly. She came in, she started shopping, and she started laughing all of a sudden. <laughs> I was like, what? Are, why is she and she, um, she said, oh my gosh, I just have to tell you a story. I've got to come clean. It's like, okay. And what did you do? She um, parked maybe a few houses, you know, down, not too terribly far, but she said that she got out of her car, she walked down the sidewalk, and she saw the door wide open, which is what we do a lot of times when it's a busy day and she had to park down the street, so obviously it was a busy day. She walked down the sidewalk, saw the door open. Hey, this is Meredith and Sean's sale. She walked in saw what was entirely unique to her. It was a circle of people sitting and some standing. She walked in and she was like, oh, okay, that's different. And they looked at her. She looked at them. 
And she said, she said out loud, she said, okay, well, which way do I go? <laughs> she was like, which way do I start? She was like, do I go this way? Do I go that? Do I go straight? And, and the lady, she walked in and she just kind of stood there and she looked at everyone and she thought, okay, well, you know, are they, is this a seance? <laughs> What's going on? So she, so a lady who was there said, oh, you must be looking for the estate sale. And she said, well, is that not where I am? And she said, no. She was like, but I was there yesterday and it's a fantastic estate sale, <laughs> but it's four doors down. And she, she oh. left. She was so super embarrassed. Um, they, everyone laughed and she was fine, but she walked, she walked into our estate sale and she, and I think it took her about five minutes before everything really hit her. And she, um, actually ended up buying something to take back to that estate sale. <laughs> she, it was a baby shower. Oh, it was a baby shower. <laughs> it was a baby shower. Okay. Oh my God. She just walked I right in. That. She just walked oh, right in because, you know, we do leave our door wide open for people, usually when we're busy. So she just knew to expect it. And she just walked right in and felt free. <laughs> right. And they were cool with it because they had already been to the estate sale and understood. Let's yeah. let's just <laughs> run through this really quickly because okay. we did go. not cover this. Quick. So Steve, go. The, um, once the estate sale is over, yes. there's going to be stuff left over. Of course. It's a multi-layered event. So yes. Right. And I don't, I don't want to forget this Ooh, part. Multi-layered. And, I yes, love I know, that. I love that. Um, so what you had suggested, uh, and I suspect most metropolitan suburban areas have the same thing. There were multiple church thrift stores that had their own trucks that were more than happy to come get your stuff. Right. So, some are better than others. Some are better mm-hmm. than others. So mm-hmm. Meredith gave me a couple of names. I got a hold of one, or I called one. They never called back. I called the other one. They called, you know, they answered the phone. Boom, they were out there the next day. So they said, oh, box up all the small stuff. I'm sorry, sir, but that's all that's left over is the small stuff. It's the small stuff. I had a whole garage full of small stuff and boxes by then. But so even after they came out, there was still crap left over. So at that point, you're looking at one of two things. You're looking. So what they didn't want, they didn't want this old computer hutch that was a little beat up. Gotcha. uh, Or a grill that Mm. was kind of rusty. Okay. So, um, what we were looking at that point was a... And that changes all the time. You well, know? Yeah, and I think the, the the guy from the thrift store said, well, we can't take that computer hutch. We've got like three of them and nobody wants them. So uh, then you got two things. You got number one, you bring a truck in, you get, take it to the dump. Right. Uh, number two, you call a company like, and I think they're nationwide, 1-800-GOT-JUNK. That's what we did. I didn't have time to deal you with it You didn't myself. have time. I didn't yeah. have time to deal with it myself. So that's what we ended up doing. And then finally, at that point, the house is empty. Yep. It was a nightmare. It was a nightmare. Yeah. We survived it. We did, and we'll never forget it. No. And to wrap up this episode, as we have said before, if you can, in any way, plan ahead for this portion of the journey. Right. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes. Eventually. I love it when people call me well before they've ever even gotten started or have to get started. Call me before you have to. Yes. 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 You're going to have a lot of emotions. Yes. Um, but if you can manage to get, I think we've said before, even 25% of the stuff out of that house long before you <laughs> need to, you will thank yourself yes, later. And, yes. and you all did a great job. Your no, mom's didn't. house was well edited. <laughs> edited. Oh. 
I love well that. Edited. It was. Love it was that. very Steve. well edited. High five. High five. No, it reach. was. No, can't we've seen you. things. There we go. High five. That, oh that comes high back five. into the yeah. anger part. We we see everything. So oh, I bet you do. Oh, my God. Yeah, when people are angry or, or when we sense embarrassment, which we realize is anger at, you know, at the surface 100%. level. hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's the feeling beneath the feeling. Right. We, edited. I love that. The feeling beneath the That's feeling. That's also good. And edited. Oh. Yes. We, we need to Ooh, bring you back. Meredith. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. So, <laughs> Meredith. Thank you so much for being with yes, us. Thank you. Thank, you thank you so much. Thank you. Very much. And thanks to everyone for listening to this episode. As I always say, if you'd like to get in touch with us with a question, a comment, an inquiry, maybe just tell us how your mom or dad are doing. We have options. Uh, you can email us at caregivinggenxstyle at gmail.com. You can also leave us a voicemail. Nobody will answer this phone number, by the way. It's just a voicemail. 804-723-1221. 804-723-1221. And uh, know that if you do contact us, your comments may be used in a future episode, so don't tell us anything you don't want to be broadcasted. Uh, you can also find us on Twitter. Our handle is at Gen X Caregiving. And again, all that stuff's going to be in the show notes, so if you didn't get a chance to write it down, don't worry about it. We do hope to hear from you soon. We will have another episode coming out in a couple of weeks. And have a great day. Thanks, everyone. Good night.